When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com. This is the end. This is the end. Ha, lights out, Laura Kelly. You know, great match last week. You absolutely destroyed Molly Damon. She just, she didn't, she looked like she is not even in the same division as you, not even the same level as you. You know, and I'm a big fan of what you did to Winston as well. Like, that's what inspired me to sort of do what I did later in my match. Um, So, I see this greatness, Laura. I see together we can both get our belts. In my case, get, get my belt back. And that was one of the main reasons I even asked Winston to draft you. <laughs> I mean, that's the only thing he listens to. Wait a to minute, wait a minute. You're responsible for this? Let's talk about who's actually responsible, Laura. Shannon. Like, she had multiple chances to take you. Free agency, draft, trades, and all that. But she left you. She abandoned you. I was the one who decided that greatness needs to be with greatness. She did what she had to do. She did what she had to do to betray you, to abandon you. Together, we can do great things. We can even destroy the other factions. But for that, we need to get a roadblock out of the way. I know you know who I'm talking about, Winston. Hmm. You know, Winston is all like, be nice. Uh, don't play your mind games and all that. But I know what's working for both of us. And, and you know that too. What do you say? I say that I have a title shot to prepare for. I'm going to get that title. And I can help you prepare. But we need more people in our corner. What's the plan? You know, there's a lot of resentment in the faction. Almost every single person in the faction has some reason or the other to hate Winston. And all we need to do is get more of the faction on our side and get him to step down and resign. All right. I like the plan. Keep me updated. Mm-hmm. And I know where to start, too.
And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the movie trivia showdown. What a season it's been already, and we are just in the beginning of it. I am Christian Harloff, joined, as always, by my partner in crime, Mark Ellis. Mark, Star Wars again. We started off this season with Laura Kelly and Molly Damon in that scrap just a week ago. But... We are now going to see the Star Wars division start to heat up, and we see so many debuts here today. We see the debut of the championship-winning corruption. Shannon Barney, now the former member of the Den, Sean the St. Sullivan comes in, but he faces one of the top new Star Wars rookie prospects in Marvelous Marie Wilson, who is one of the legendary Dragon Con players, a Dragon Con champion, uh, beat Alex Damon. So this is a hyped up match, Mark. How you feeling? Christian, doesn't it feel like these Dragon Con Star Wars trivia contests are sort of like this underground clandestine? They occurred during Prohibition when you weren't allowed to talk about Star Wars out on the streets. It's like the comedy cellar or the back of the comedy store where secrets happen and you hear mythology and legends come out of that. That is who Marvelous Marie Wilson is, but she's going up against not just a fantastic beard that is worthy of being on a poster in the mall at the Art of the Shaving store. It's also Sean Sullivan, who's been itching and clamoring to get to the top of the Star Wars ranks for a long time now. He gets his chance today, but in his way, whoo, those Dragon Con kids are no joke. It reminds me of the Kumite, is what it reminds me of. It absolutely reminds me of the Kumite, like the the the, the Dragon Con, where you just have this. It, you don't remember that? You know what the Kumite is? You never seen Bloodsport? Come on, come on. You know Bloodsport? You've been with, to uh, Is that a Chuck Norris movie? How dare you? Anyway. I think that these players, and I know it's a territorial thing when you have the – Sean Sullivan, by the way, has, and, and Shannon have both been screaming on Twitter and, and yelling on, on, on the YouTube shows on Let's Get Ready and all these other shows about how the Dragon Con is one thing and the Schmodown is another thing. I think they are nuts for not giving the Dragon Con players, well, you don't ask all the stuff in in uh, in in Schmodown. They so that's something else. They have to know everything. Yeah, they have to know everything. They have to know novels. They have to know video games. They have, now you're telling these Dragon Con players, no, all you need to know is just the movies. I'm sure that gives them a Kool Aid smile. It, it, it would for me. So I don't know about this stuff that the that all these other players are saying about the Dragon Con players. I think these players are for real. Yeah, Christian, that Dragon Con, it, it, it takes place every year in Atlanta, Georgia. And if you can make it on Peachtree Avenue, you can make it anywhere as the CNN building and the Coca-Cola buildings on those very streets include. Now, look, if we break down this match and really what we've had in the Schmodown so far, we started out in a great Star Wars match. Then we had an epic inner geekdom contest. We stayed in inner geekdom and now we're back to Star Wars. This is the nerdiest first week Ever. in history of the Schmodown. And I cannot get enough of it. I am so excited about this matchup today. Yeah, and it also shows Sam Levine yesterday. Both Sam and Kaiser are coming off of wins. Granted, Kaiser lost his first one, but he's coming off of a big win with that seven points. They yeah. were both in the cellar last year, so Sam and didn't have Sam didn't have a, a good uh, or, or a Star Wars presence last year. He didn't have an inner geekdom presence. He had that presence yesterday with Amaru Moses, and now he's very excited as the rest of the league is excited to see what Marvelous Marie can do here. But sh as you said. Sean and corruption. This is a good place for for Sean. As much as I don't like to give Shannon Barney credit, this is this is this is a good place for him because he's got an attitude. He's got that kind of like I'm better than everybody else. What what's going on? And that's that is perfect for corruption. Corruption feels like they're better than everyone else. Corruption puts their nose up at everyone else. So this is the right home. 
Does it work for the Saint? We're going to find out in just a few. It's going to be great. It, does it put extra pressure on the Saint? Because we saw Laura Kelly and what she did when she was lights out, and she really would like, she was wearing a corruption shirt for crying out loud. Does this put extra pressure on Sullivan's shoulders to represent Star Wars-ness in corruption? We're going to see how these folks handle pressure. They've done so thus far in yeah. a variety of formats to get to this point. Here they are under the white-hot spotlight of the movie trivia showdown. Season 8, it's war. And, of course, when we have a showdown, you can expect very amateur announcing from Christian and I and a very professional promo from our own Nern Chronic. Here we go. And your winner! You hear about 10 voices crying out in glee as they have now won. Corruption are the champions. going to appreciate coming to our home in corruption. Sam Sullivan, get your to corruption. I got written off. I got overlooked because guess what? I missed two questions in a match against everyone's favorite, Laura Kelly. This season I decided if you can't beat him, join him. You guys let proven talent slip because you and your BS syndrome got in the way of your reason. Oh, Alex Davies is the greatest Star Wars player. No one's ever going to beat him. I know somebody who's beaten Alex Damon. I want people to go, well, obviously this, this whole Dragon Con lady is going to win. She won this year. Marie is correct. It is Goji. Congratulations, Great Marie. Job. Hey, Schmodown. Marie Wilson here. I've been preparing for this for years, and nothing's going to stop me now. She beat Alex in Star Wars Dragon Con. They don't mess around there either. Down to the end that you beat not only Alex Damon, but you beat Thomas Harper. I'm about to show you just how intense Dragon Con Star Wars trivia really is. And what you're in for with us joining the fray is getting paired up against this dragon con woman, Marie E. Wilson, and Deshaun's not very happy about it. And to be honest with you, neither am I. He's a good man, and he deserves better. There are other very good Star Wars players out there, but I don't want someone who maybe did it a few years ago, got lucky or whatever. I'm taking the person. There's still blood in the water. One... One match in Dragon Con, and you crown her champion. Okay, great. This seems like a legitimate trivia league. Who cares? He beat Adam Witt, and he came this close to Laura Kelly. This close. And he's only gotten better since then, so we'll be in the corner preparing to win. Kashan deserves it. You're a stepping stone to the ultimate prize, and I can't wait to leap over you and be that much closer to Alex Damon on the other side. Are you ready, Schmodown? You think that I'm going to lose to any of these Dragon Con players? What do I got on my shelf? A bunch of shit about dragons. And in all those stories, the hero slays the dragon. That's what you're getting this year. Why am I looking at my face so big? I don't like that. 
And that's what it is. And Mark, before that promo was shown, you know, you, you asked, is there going to be pressure on Sean Sullivan? I think his mouth has put the pressure on him. I think him, <laughs> I think him talking as much as he's been talking about how the Dragon Con players are overhyped and overrated and that the, the, and he's been referring to himself, which I think is hysterical as a pro, or as a, as a vet, I should say. He is a pro, but as a vet, um, which he's been, this is his second Fair. league. So second, uh, second time in the league. So this is, this is something where I think the pressure is a little bit more off of Marie and more on Sean, as you were saying. But either way, man, this is going to be a battle. I'm looking forward to it because if you go back and you look at that win, because Sean Sullivan's one and one. He lost against uh, Laura Kelly, obviously, in the tournament, but he had a big win against Adam Witt. It was a great match, and he looked strong in that. So this is going to be very, very interesting. Are you ready to go? What year was Empire Strikes Back? Released 1980, right? That yes. was the only Star Wars question you and I got right last week. So yes. I look forward to learning. Let's get it on. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the movie trivia schmodown. Introducing first, representing the usual suspects, making her schmodown day. This is Marvelous Marie Wilson! Marvelous Marie Wilson is here. Marie, we know that this has been very, I'm sure, maybe overwhelming, exciting, crazy with all the draft stuff, and then making it here. Can you tell me a little bit of what like the offseason was like getting drafted and then, oh, I'm in this league. And who is this person who keeps harassing me on Twitter that calls himself a saint? <laughs> um, oh, my goodness. Well, getting started um, before the draft, just preparing. I started getting into rewatching the movies and and studying up and kind of getting in that headspace of competing again, even before the draft. And then after the draft, it was just full on, do everything I can, really treat this seriously, take this seriously. And yeah, I, I know that I can do this. I know what's in my head, so I'm ready. Yeah, Marie, you talk about those Dragon Con experiences, and so I guess what I'm asking is the reverse of the stage fright question. We know that you can do it in front of hundreds, maybe thousands of people watching, but can you do it when it's just you chilling in your place via computer can you do it in the virtual world well i did it in 2020 so i know i can do it again that's right marie famously winning that dragon con again yep. virtually and beating one alex damon so marie look congratulations we're very excited to have you in the league we'll look forward to seeing what you're about to do thank you and her opponent representing Corruption with a record of one win, one defeat in the Star Wars division. He is Sean the Saint. Sullivan. Sean the Saint Sullivan. Sean. Talk to me, man. You've been with Corruption for just a couple months now, and it seems like you fit in there like a glove. What is it? Why? And do you think you've been going a little too strong on these Dragon Con players? 
Look, Christian, I don't think I've been going too strong on anyone. I'm sure they're going to be great. I'm sure they're going to perform well. But when it comes down to it, we've got a league that's been going here for a long time. I've been watching this stuff for a long time. I've been playing for a year. I know what I'm doing. I know what to expect coming to these matches. I know you're going to mispronounce something. Mark Ellis is going to make a joke out of it. And I'm going to get the question right. That's all that matters. You're looking to get your last match is what you're looking to get. I don't know, Christian. That was a pretty accurate summation of every match that's ever happened in the history of this photo. I didn't say he was wrong. I just said he's not looking to get his last match. Uh, Suit up, Sully. Let me ask you this as you take a sip of your, what I'm sure is pomegranate juice. When you look at your role in corruption, and we saw what Lights Out Laura Kelly did with a last-minute win over Molly Damon last week, does it heap extra pressure upon your shoulders to be the Star Wars presence in corruption well i mean i'm not the only star wars presence but as far as last week's match went i went perfect watching along you know all of corruption we did a watch along with it we were all watching it together i went perfect in that match that's all that matters i know laura's great you know i'd love to have laura back on the faction as much as everyone else would but when it comes down to it it's my turn to show what i have and you know being surrounded by winners like corruption as opposed to whatever the hell uh whatever the hell kate was running last year you know, this is a much better fit for me. All right. Well, thank you, Sam Sullivan. And now we bring in Marie. All right. Ready, Mark? Why are the yeah. rules round number one? Yes, sir. Okay. So here's the rules of round number one. It's going to work like a normal Schmodown Star Wars match that we've ever had before. We have 10 questions in round number one. Each question is worth a point. There's no penalty for missing a question. There is no stealing, at least not in round number one. There isn't. You get about 15 seconds. As soon as you hear the question, try to write down your best attempt at an answer. Once we ask you by name or nickname to reveal it, please show what you wrote to the camera at the same time you verbalize it into your microphone. I'll remind each competitor, throughout the duration of the three-round match, you have three usages of the JTE rule, who I believe is related to low gray. Uh, If you're not sure you heard a question right, you want to buy yourself another 15 seconds, use a JTE rule. You also each have one challenge that you can use at any time. You may issue the challenge as the competitor will bring your manager in. They'll confirm and ratify that said challenge is taking place. Christian, I see nothing but focus. I see see a beard. I see some lights flashing and Marie. This is I feel like they're both in a spaceship. Am I wrong here? No, it absolutely does. And you can tell that both of these competitors know what competition is and we're ready to get going. So we start with Sean. Are you ready? I'm ready. Marie, are you ready? I'm ready. Then let's get ready to Schmodown. Round number one. Question number one. First in the realm of Revenge of the Sith. What system does Sidious have the Separatist leaders move to under the guise of protection? You know, Christian, when they're this focused coming out of the gate, it almost puts more pressure on us because I think they're going to get a lot right. We just have to not mess up. We'll find out in a second. (laughs) Probably not. And five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, please. And Sam. Sam, I did it again. Sean. Mustafar. Yes, that time I didn't do it on purpose. And Marie. Mustafar. All right, 1-1. Here is the next question. Was that the announcer curse that I set you up for error there? I'm sorry, bud. No, I did it. I did it for, I did it the first time I did it on purpose. Second time I legit did it. But you know what? I don't have no regrets. Your next question. In 2015, the Force set an alarm and then woke up in a movie called The Force Awakens. And your question for a point. 
What vehicle does Ray hope to use to escape the First Order on Jakku? God, remember being at that premiere? No. One of the best memories of my life. Oh, really, my man. whole life. And five, four, three, two, one. Pens down. All right, Marie. Quad jumper. That's it. Quad jumper. Thank you so much, Sean. All right. And here's question number three. Question number three. It's from the Clone Wars. Who voices the character of Palpatine in 2008's The Clone Wars movie? Tell you what, man. One of the things I remember the most about that premiere, the short rib beef they had afterwards. Oh, yeah. It was good. It was delicious. Chowing that down next to Harry Ford. Five, four. Three, two, one. Pens down, please. And Sean. Ian Abercrombie? Yes. Marie. Ian Abercrombie. My game still. Both players looking to scrap here as we get to our fourth question. Only people named Ian can apparently play the Emperor. All right. Here's your next question. It takes place in the world of the Phantom Menace. And it is. In the Phantom Menace, who says, I will I pray you will bring back compassion and sanity to the Senate? Could probably use those in this planet's Senate, Christian. I like what they're doing here. And five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, please. Hands up. And we start with Marie. Padme Amidala. Yes. Sean. Padme. Wow, they both got it. Wow, they both were stumped for a second. I had to think about it, but they both got it. So we get to question number five. Almost halfway through here in round number one. Solo, a Star Wars story is the topic. What is the name of the Wookiee that Chewbacca saves on Kessel, who in turn helps him load the coaxium onto the Falcon? And here's Mark packing his briefcase, saying thank you. I tried. Oh, you were gone. Come on, you were gone a long time ago. (laughs) I, I got the first one. Congratulations. Five, four... Three, two, one. Pens down and Sean. Sagwa. Correct. Marie. Sagwa. Yes. All right. Five, five. Five, five. All right. Here we go, Mark. Next question. Deep Wookiee cut there. We move on to the greatest Star Wars film of all time, Return of the Jedi. And the question is, after Luke cremates Vader, what is the first planet shown to be celebrating the fall of the Empire after the Battle of Endor? This is a good question. And a yes, one. it is. This is a tough one. I, I consider it a win for us and the writers when they have to think for a second before they start writing. Five, four, three. Can I get a JT? Repeat the question. Yep. Oh, Sean got in first. Sean, Sean got, got in first. Yep. Yeah. Okay. All right. In the world of Return of the Jedi, the great film, after Luke cremates Vader, what is the first planet shown to be celebrating the fall of the Empire after the Battle of Endor? And Christian, I guess in this reality, Yubnub is no more. Four and out. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, please. And we start with Marie. Coruscant? It's incorrect. Sean? Naboo. Also incorrect. Mark? Looking for Roka? You want to? Bespin 
is the answer. Bestman does it again. Bestman seems to be the curse of all competitors in the movie trivia showdown. Uh, but both I'm sorry, missed. John. I'm sorry. It was right we, there. I had to take the shot. still see ourselves tied at 5-5. Five, five. Nobody striking first blood yet. All right. Here is the next question. In The Rise of Skywalker, The Rise of Skywalker, what surname does Ray adopt at the end of the film? You ever wake up in the morning, Christian, just think, oh. I have a planet in Star Wars named after me. Yeah, they're going to blow it up soon. <laughs> they blow it up soon. Uh, five, four, I would. Three, two, one. Pens down, please. Pens down, please. And Sean. Skywalker. Yes. And Marie. Skywalker. Correct. All right. So we still, 6-6, six, six. still a great fight here in round number one as we get to the next question, Mark and Marie. Yes, it is. That is in Attack of the Clones. And your question about episode two. Obi-Wan says he hasn't felt Anakin this tense since falling into a nest of what? Um, we have, you know, the manager of the suspects here, Sam Levine, in the chat here saying it's spelled Bespin, but it's pronounced Lita Heedy. That's really a nice throwback to old school Schmodance fans. Five, four, three, two. One, pens down, please. And we start with Marie. Gundarks. Yes, Sean. Gundarks. What a fight. What a fight so far. 7-7, seven, seven, an impressive showing so far by rookie Marie Wilson and equally as impressive from sophomore Sean Sullivan. All right, here's the next one. Here's the next one. Last Jedi. Last Jedi. What is Kylo's response to Rey when she calls him a monster? We are looking for the quote. Can I make a suggestion? I think Star Wars Land at Disneyland should have a Gundark thing where you get to see if you can pull the ears off of it. Yeah, I think that should have been done a long time ago. Yeah. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, hands up. Pens down, hands up. And we start with uh, Sean. I don't have it. Marie? I am a monster. Looking for yes, I am. Yes, I am. Is mm. what we are looking for. Yes, I am. So both missed that too. Marie getting close, and we now see seven seven as we get to the final question in round number one. Apparently, Kyla was in a early '90s Bud Light commercial. Your next question and last one in round number one is in the world of A New Hope, the one that started it all. And here we go. Princess Leia says to Darth Vader, she's on a diplomatic mission to what planet after the Empire boards her ship at the beginning of the film? I gotta tell you, I, I do this often, I gotta do it again. The writers Indeed. have, you know, the writers have been doing a great, great job so far, and the this is great stuff right now so far. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, hands up, and we start with Marie. Alderaan. Yes. Sean. Alderaan. And the game is tied still. 8-8. Eight, eight. What a start to round number one. Marie Wilson showing she is for real, and so is Sean Sullivan, as we have a start here of 8-8. Eight to eight, And they both missed the same question, which is also very interesting. All right, Mark, round number two. The wheel round's about to begin. How's it go? 
Hello, Schmodown. Hope everybody is doing okay out there. I know it's been a tough year. I know that 2020 has been stressful. And if you are experiencing stress or if you have anxiety, chronic pain, have trouble sleeping at least once a week, you're not alone. Many of us do. And especially if you've been listening to SEN and you know of even one of our great competitors in Mr. One and O, Brett Sheridan, he's talked about it many times of what Feels has done for him and what it can do for you. Feels is a premium CBD and it's delivered directly to your doorstep. It reduces stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. Anytime that we have a sponsor, I wanted to make sure that it's um, that it's fitting for, for us, for our audience. And, and I remember talking to Brett about it and the problems that he was having. And then um, after using feels of how it helped him tremendously, and it's really easy to take a few drops of feels under your tongue and you feel the difference within minutes. The thing to remember about CBD is that it, finding the right dose is the most important thing. Everyone's dose is different. So leave the room to uh, experiment over the course of a week or so. You may need to take some more or less to get the effects that you're after. Some great things about feels is that there's actually real human support. And if you're new to CBD, feels offers a free CBD hotline to help guide your personal experience, which is great. Feels works naturally to help you feel better. There's no high, there's no hangover, and there's no addiction. Here's what you do. You join the Feels community to get Feels delivered to your door every month. You'll save money on every order, and you can pause or cancel anytime. And this is the part that you have to pay attention to. Feels will have you feeling your best every day, and it can help you more than you know. Become a member today by going to feels.com slash trivia. If you do that, feels.com slash trivia, you're going to get 50% off. That's 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's feels, F-E-A-L-S dot com slash trivia. 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. Go ahead. Try it. Feels.com slash trivia. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Continue enjoying the match. No Minox chewing on their power cable so far, Christian. Round number two is the wheel round. Each competitor gets a spin at that wheel. Sorry, we didn't bring one to your place. It's going to be a virtual spin. Once you settle on a category, you're going to hear five questions from that world. Each question's worth two points. If you're not sure of the answer, ask us for multiple choice. We'll give you four options, one of which is the correct answer. At that point, the value of the question goes down to one. That's a useful tool in round number two because stealing wasn't available in round number one. It is available in round two and only round two. So make sure you get that correct answer or use one of your JTE rules to get it from the back of your head to the front of your head. Christian, because it is tied, but really suit up solely. He's not experiencing a sophomore slump. He's more of a veteran in the schmodown currently than Marvelous Marie is. So Sully is going to have the choice whether he wants to spin first or defer to his opponent. I'm going to go ahead and defer. Okay, you're going to defer, so we're going to drop Sean out. All right, Sam, you got 60 seconds to talk to your competitor starting now. I am so proud of you, Marie. That was amazing. Those two questions were so hard. I just, I could see the writers grinning, patting themselves on the back. We did it. We stumped our Star Wars nerds. Uh, but they were so hard that nobody got them. Nobody, the writers didn't even get them. Uh, so shake those off. You're doing great. Uh, this is right where we want to be uh, in the match right now. Remember, you have all three, all three of your repeat the questions left. Use them if you need them. 
Uh, this is this is great. You're crushing it. You are proving to anyone who was unsure. Oh, what's up with Marie? Oh, she belongs here. That's right. So you're doing great. I'm so proud of you. You're representing the suspects like a boss. You ready to do this? Ready to do this. All right. All right. So let's get that wheel up there. Here it is. And here is the spin. So of course, if lands on something Marie doesn't like, she can spin again. Unless it lands on opponent's choice, of course. Round and round it goes. And we find ourselves on Return of the oh, Jedi. Mark Ellis's favorite movie. 60 seconds. How are you feeling, Marie? Um, I know we talked this out, so... Yeah. I... Although that one... Mm, I feel pretty good about. I feel yeah. good about it for you. Okay. Yeah. I think, I think, I think yeah. With it. Let's do this. All right. Okay. So Marie, We're going to do it. Mark Ellis so happy right now. Here we go. All right, Marie, you're going to get five questions in the realm of Return of the Jedi. Are you ready? I'm ready. Go. Five questions. Displeased with their lack of progress. Who personally oversaw the final stages of the construction of the second Death Star? I'm going to go with Darth Vader. That is incorrect. So, Sean, for the steal here, displeased with their lack of progress. Who personally oversaw the final stages of the construction of the second Death Star? Uh, that would be Sheev Palpatine. Palpatine is correct for two points. All right, so there's a steal there by Sean. And now, Marie, here's your second question, Return of the Jedi. What is the name of the supervisor droid that C-3PO and R2-D2 are brought before in Jabba's palace? EV-99. That is correct. Two it's a big one. It's a big one. She needed that. Um, here we go. What did Han Solo call Jabba as the group are about to be thrown into the Sarlacc? Slimy piece of worm-ridden filth. That is absolutely correct. Two <laughs> more points. All right. Wow. That is a good one. All right, here's your next one. What? according to Luke Skywalker, was the Emperor's weakness. His overconfidence. Correct. All right. Two more points for Marie. She's got one more left. And here you go. How does Leia describe her memory of her mother after saying she was beautiful? We're looking for the quote here. Kind but sad. Two more points for Marisha. That one stumble up top, but comes right back as we see ourselves now with Wilson 16, Sullivan 10. Hey, Shannon. Hey, buddy. Damn, you look good. Shannon, you got 60 seconds here to talk to Sean starting now. Yes, thank you so much. Excellent first round, my friend. Excellent, amazing, huge, necessary steal. Well done. You are on the right track. How are you feeling right now? feel great i feel like yeah. I take the whole I'll take on the whole empire myself why don't we do that let's go baby let's yeah. go all right here's the uh here is what? The, i think so here's uh, spin spin is in 
Same thing here for Sean, is that he, he's going to take... He can spin again if he doesn't like what he likes, or he's got to take it if he gets a pony's choice. Here we go. And if you call him Sam one more time, I'm going to burn your garage down, Christian. No problem, Susan. All right, so mm -hmm. now we have The Force Awakens. So you guys had 60 seconds to decide, starting now. How are you feeling about this? I mean, anything on the wheel is pretty much the same. Are there categories I like better? Sure. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Marie already took my favorite category. Sorry, Mark. Oh, uh, good. No, that's all good. You know. She sucks. Well, I mean, look, if you want to spin again, if there's something else you feel better about, just be aware that opponent's choice is still on the board regardless. So, um, but like you said, it's all the same. What do you want to do? Is, is your gut saying you want to stick with this or is your gut telling you to spin again? I think my gut's telling me to spin again. Let's then go let's, and spin again. Let's do that. All right. So now whatever Sean gets here. We'll have to deal with Shannon for another 60 seconds, and here we'll we go. You'll have to deal with me for a long season, Christian. We're just getting started. Mm -hmm. No, I know. My phone <laughs> I'm just here to watch. Can't <laughs> block the number yet. All right, here we go. So Attack of the Clones. That's right. That is episode two for everyone keeping score at home. Big steal by Sean Sullivan and Marie's round. But then Marie showing a lot of rookie resolve. Christian coming back and having a perfect round after that. So we'll see how Sean does right now. Five questions. And your first one is, for two points, who tells Anakin that he's the most gifted Jedi he's ever met? That would be Sheev Palpatine. A lot of Palpatine here today. A lot All of Palpatine. Right. Just the, every time I hear the name, I just say, why? Why, Sheev? Right. Next question. Next question. For two more points. How long was Shmi missing after being kidnapped by the Tusken Raiders before Anakin arrived on Tatooine? A month. Wow. It was one month. That is correct. Two more points. We move on. This could possibly tie the match. What kind of creature does Anakin ride on in the grassy field on Naboo? That would be a shack. Wow, that's impressive. Impressive yes, it so is. far by Sean Sullivan. Here we go. Here's the next one. We're tied. Sully looking to take a big lead here heading into round number three. He can do so with his penultimate question. An attack of the clones on Camino. How many clones were said to be, quote, ready for war? 200,000. With Sean. a million more, well on the way. That is two more points. It's a two-point lead. Sully looking to have a four-point lead, possibly, going into the final round. Here we go. Attack of the Clones, your final question in round two, Sean. Yoda calls the mind of a child truly wonderful, as it is what? I'm going to go ahead and go with multiple choice on this one. Okay. Going to give you four options for a point. Is it A, imaginative, B, patient, C, kind, or D, uncluttered? That'd be uh, imaginative. That is incorrect. So for a big one-point steal, Marie, I'm going to give you the question and your options again, then you can wager a guess. Yoda calls the mind of a child truly wonderful as it is what? Is it A, imaginative? Be patient, C, kind, or D, uncluttered? I'm going to go with uncluttered. Just like Molly the Wonder Dog's mind is, that is correct for a point in Christian. Wow. We got us a ball game. That's a big steal. That was a big steal by Marie. All right, so now we get to the final round, round number three. Mark, what are the rules for round number three? 
The rules of round number three, no more stealing, okay? We've had enough drama in that. You each get a set of questions to answer, three questions for each of you. How do we get those questions? You need to give us some help. We need three numbers from each of y'all. You may not pick the same numbers because each number corresponds to a unique category of Star Wars trivia goodness. Your number range is 1 to 20. Any integer within there is fine. Your first question is going to be a two-pointer. Your next one is worth three points. Your last one, should we make it that far? All indications are we will. Is worth five big points. Five of the biggest points of this young season for each competitor, Christian. And it is still a one-point advantage for Sean Sullivan. So, Sean, you get to give us your three numbers first. Then we're going to get Marie's lucky numbers. What feels fortunate? Let's go uh, four, five, six. Four, five, and six for Sean and for Marie. Eight, 12, 16. All right, Shannon, you got 60 seconds to talk to Sean starting now. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. All right, we got a one-point advantage. That's awesome. We need it, quite frankly. And by the way, your, your steel is much bigger than hers. Um, they act like everything's so great that she does and everything he does is like, meh, okay. But that's because we're disrespected. But you came into this knowing that, so that doesn't bother you, does it? We, we knew where we stand. Exactly, exactly. And we know where we're going to stand at the end of this round, which is on top of the usual suspects' heads. But that's neither here nor there. You got your uh, two JTs left. Totally fine. Use them as you need them. Make sure you're listening to those questions. Don't overthink it. Don't underthink it. You know how the question writers like to throw you off. You know exactly what to expect here, all right? So you stay above water here. You keep your cool, and you do what you do best. All right, Sam, you got 60 seconds starting now. Did you see that? Did you see how Shannon tried to tell him, like, oh, this is a huge steal. Our steal was so much bigger. They should have a four-point lead right now. They have a one-point lead. That's a massive difference. Oh, that was adorable. She's talking to him like, oh, you're this great rookie. He's not a rookie. You're the rookie. This is your first match ever, and you're crushing it. I don't know what that lip service was. I am so proud of you. You are doing so great. One point is nothing in the third round. So you're going to get questions thrown at you. All you have to do is get one question correct, and it kicks back to him, and then we're off and running. Okay? You got this. I believe in you. The suspects believe in you. Ready? Ready. And now we begin. All right, Marie, you chose category number eight. Category number eight for your two-point question. It's in the realm of heroes. Heroes. Okay. In Return of the Jedi, which rebel leader proclaimed the Emperor has made a critical error and the time for our attack is now? Um, Ma Mothma. That's correct. Two points. Big pull by Marie. She gets it. She gets it there, and it bounces back to to Sean. All right. So he chose number four. Number four. The number. He went four, five, and six. Thanks for the chronology there, Sean. You're four. Jim Harbaugh's number corresponds to your two-point question in the world of the Clone Wars. They made a movie out of it. They made a movie out of it, and you get a two-point question, and here it is. Who voices Obi-Wan Kenobi in the Clone Wars? That'd be James Arnold Taylor. 
Friend of the show, and it's worth two points and a one-point lead now once again for Sean Sullivan. All right, so now we get to Marie, who chose category number 12. Category number 12. Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith. All right, here is the question. What is the name of the Varactyl, V-A-R-A-C-T-Y-L, that Obi-Wan rides on Utapau? Boga. Yes, for three points. Marie, thank you so much for not letting me read that again. All right, so (laughs) three points there. Wilson with 22, Sullivan with 20. Back to Sullivan now with category 12. Uh, back to Sullivan with category five, as a matter right. of fact. Yes, five, five, five. Right. Five was but you're, you're still thinking about the Varactyl. That's right. All right. Sean, you can grab the lead once again, but in order to do it, you're going to have to navigate your way through the category of who said it. These are Star Wars quotes. And your question for the lead. Who says, if we can make it to the ground, we'll take the next chance and the next, on and on until we win or the chances are spent? That would be Cassian Andor. That is incorrect. Channeling her inner Lombardi, it was Jin Erso. Right movie, wrong character. So Sean misses that one. We stick with Sean Sullivan here, who's got to hit this five-pointer. So what an interesting turn of events we have now. Sean Sullivan has to hit his five. If he hits his five, it bounces back to Marie, who will try to win it with her five. However... If Sean does not hit this, then Marie Wilson will win the game. All right. So Sean has category six. That's right, Christian. Uh, Sam Levine's words could prove prophetic, but in order for that to occur, Sean would have to miss a question that I feel is in a category that corruption loves because he has chosen villains. And your five-point question for the lead. What is the name of the Imperial General who informs Tarkin that there is a rebel incursion on Scarif in Rogue One. Five, four, JT. Second one? Yep, got one JT rule remaining. Your category is villains. The question, what is the name of the Imperial General who informs Tarkin that there is a rebel incursion on Scarif? in Rogue One. Five, four, three. JT. Last one. All right. In the category of villains, the question for five points, what is the name of the Imperial General who informs Tarkin that there is a rebel incursion on Scarif in Rogue One? General Coda. And your winner, ladies and gentlemen, Marvelous Marie Wilson. Marvelous Marie comes back with the victory. The answer was Mark General Romady. Romady, R-O-M. And I knew that answer, too. Look at uh, that. Of course you did. <laughs> 
Wow. So, wow. Unbelievable. Marie, congratulations, Sam. Congratulations. We're going to drop you guys out here. You're going to be with uh, Jen Sturger in just a moment. Uh, Mark, that was wow. impressive. As, as, as Sam said, she stayed in the pocket. She didn't. She, she Her first match, she stayed in there because Sullivan looked great. Sullivan looked great. And he was just answering things left and right. And, and Shannon was right. He had a very crucial steal in that in that round it was a nice round two steal and it fell apart for him in that in that third round because marie marie looked solid man it was just i mean it really went down to the last act of rogue one is how razor thin this match was and christian i go back to that steal that sean sullivan had against marie and most rookies virtually all rookies would just crumble underneath the weight of, oh yep. no, I gave that away. You know you can't give away points, especially in a match this close. She not only came back, she got a steal off of Sullivan to make it that much closer in round three. I, I would have said this win or lose. I love having Sean Sullivan in the league. Now he's gonna have a great sophomore season, I'm sure. Marie Wilson, that was a marvelous performance. To you and your family, welcome to our family. It's ha we're happy to have her, and we are now. And I can I can hear Justin Hamilton screaming Alabama pride right now. And we we are we are going to go to Jen Sturger, who is with the victorious, marvelous Marie Wilson, and usual suspects. Two wins in a row here. Sam Levine, who's got to be riding cloud high. Here we go. Sam, that look on your face says oh. everything. How great does it feel to start off season eight like this? I cannot tell you how proud I am of this young lady, Marie Wilson, who has absolutely made her mark on the Schmodown today, has introduced herself to this league with a bang. Way to go. So last year, you didn't even really have an IG presence or a Star Wars presence, and now it seems you've got both. It's like, what made you focus on this during the offseason so much? Um, you know, obviously it was something that the, the usual suspects were lacking last year. So I felt so good about um, having the, the trio of Liz Shannon Miller, Ethan Irwin, and Drew McQueenie. So when it came to what I wanted to do in the draft, that I was able to grab Marie, that I was able to grab Amadou Moses, those were miracles that somehow these other managers that somehow they were just, you know, willing to give away their first round draft picks. Guess that might have been a mistake. I don't know. I don't know. But um, I am so, so jazzed to have uh, Marie playing, to have Amru Moses both victorious in their opening matches in Schmodown Season 8 and getting the suspects, boom, right in second place. I'm so happy. So, yeah, so, so far, uh, focusing draft heavy on IG and Star Wars seems to be working. Marie, obviously, we've heard so much about the legends of your Dragon Con experience. What was it like competing in the Schmodown, though, versus Dragon Con? And how do you feel like that experience prepared you for this one? Oh, man, that was that was a lot of fun. That was great. <laughs> and I just want to point out that both of um, Sean's last two questions, I knew the answer to. Of course so, you did, because you're that. a champion. <laughs> yeah. um, so I guess just hitting the books hard just like really knowing this stuff knowing everything like not just doing a a brief overview but like knowing it all and so i was prepared for that with dragon con because i was you know having to know all the books and all ridiculous number of episodes of the clone wars 
<laughs> um, so yeah, um, I for this it was just like the movies, and I had to know the movies, and so I was like, I can do this. I know that I can do this. Were you ever at it at all? I, I feel like every time, even if you missed, you just got right back into it. How did you stay in that mindset the entire game? Because let's face it, starting off the season with a match against corruption as a rookie is no easy <laughs> feat. Like we all, we all become targets of Shannon Barney. Yeah. Um, no, I felt super focused the whole time. I was just hyper focused on the questions. What are the questions and listening? Because that's that's a big deal is being able to hear the questions when you're doing a watch along you can read the questions so just really being able to listen was and so just honing in on that focus absolutely so marie sam what's next you know do you want another schmodown vet do you want a dragon con player like wh where does the road take us from here I'm going to Disneyland. Whatever Marie wants to do, I'll back and play that. Calm down, Sam. It's a little early for that. Is uh, it? Plus, I don't even know if they're open yet. Fair. Fair. Yeah. Well, anyways, congratulations again, uh, Marie. It's been an absolute pleasure watching your first competition here, and I cannot wait to see what you do in this league. Sam, congratulations. Thank you very much. I owe it all to my great players and this woman here, Marie Wilson. Way to go. Thank you Thank so you much. Guys. Some happy kids there, Christian. Yeah, so it's a big victory for Marie Wilson. It's a big victory for Sam, man. I mean, like, as Jen said, the last year he was, he'll say it himself, he was weak in that in that part of uh, his, his repertoire. He didn't have Star Wars. He didn't have IG. Yesterday, Amaru wins that match. Today, Marie Wilson wins, and he finds himself one point behind the dungeon. The dungeon uh, had that seven-point win with Mara, and he's gotten those two wins, and now he finds himself in second place. I don't think he was in second place all last year, so that's a that's a good that's a good start for him. And I think that his strategy and the way that he drafted and the, what he's been looking at, I think you can tell that Sam's focus seems to be paying off because um, he did his research and Marie absolutely played wonderful. It doesn't take away from how good Sean Sullivan played though. And I know no. we're gonna, we're about to hear, I, I can only imagine, I already see sh uh, sh Shannon looks like she's slamming on the glass already to, to start talking to Jen. So I can only imagine what's coming here in just a moment, but um, it, they played great. It was a phenomenal match and a great Star Wars match. That wasn't a, you know, a big uh, number one contender match or a, a title match. It just showed this division is, is a solid division. Yeah, we know what a competitor Sean Sullivan is. We know what a proponent of the Schmodown he is. So it's natural to feel some sadness, some even regret at missing a question or two. But all this guy has to do is get back up on that horse, dust himself off and say, take it from, from Marie. You just keep hitting the books, even though we're watching movies. And you say, I'm going to keep plowing my way through the season because Sean has a lot of wins ahead of him as long as he doesn't get too bogged down with, oh, I can't believe I lost that match. He lost to a great competitor today, but he is also a worthy opponent. All right. Well, we are with Sean Sullivan, Jen Sturger, and... Adam Barney, here we go. Thanks so much for that intro, Christian. You sounded very confident in my ability to keep the wheels on this thing. Uh, <sighs> Shannon, I know that this is not the way you wanted to start the season, but let's face it, if we learned anything from last season, it's never count out the queen, especially given like the very beginning of the season. I mean, this is exactly how we started off last season. So 
I'm not feeling too bad about being here because you all saw exactly how our season played out last year. I personally think it's so cute that Sam finally won a couple matches and now he thinks he's got the season on lock. What a dumbass. Like that's 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 some rookie behavior out of Sam Levine there. For a manager who doesn't do crap for his players, settle down, sir. You've had two matches. I will say, I will say, we sat down with Marie Wilson. We knew she was good. We like to ruffle our feathers and peacock around, but we know talent when we see it. And yeah, maybe I had to sacrifice a couple spots to get the rest of my talent in line. And I had to sacrifice some good players, some good rookies. I understand that. I've had to, uh, Sam just said in the chat that I've had two mimosas. No, sir, I've only had one orange juice in a champagne glass. Thank you very much. Maybe you should have one yourself to loosen up a little bit. Um, anyway, what were you saying, Jen? Why, so, what, what is obviously- going on? You lost Laura Kelly, obviously, in the offseason. You talked about putting your team back together, and obviously it didn't come completely back the way you would like it to. How confident are you in Sullivan filling her shoes, you know, essentially, because she had big shoes to fill? Well, first of all, we're not talking about Laura Kelly because Laura Kelly's not here playing a match for corruption right now. It's about Sean Sullivan. It's about him being part of our family. It's about him being embraced fully and completely into the steady habits. And who says Laura Kelly isn't helping Sean Sullivan, too? We are so happy to have Sullivan on our team. He has been working his butt off. He is in study sessions with us. And I love how Marie is like, she's so excited about the Schmodown. It's like, oh, and we're studying and I do things and I'm just reading stuff and watching movies as if like, she's the only one who does it. I mean, great job on the win. Welcome to the show. You'll do fine, honey. But Sean is next level. That two point steal was incredible. He had a rough round three. Big freaking deal, everyone does. And guess what? Guess what? The whole thing about, oh, his three and five, I knew it. Guess what's gonna happen when you miss your three and five against your next comp- or opponent there, Marie? Your They're gonna know, gonna know your it. answer too. Cause that's just how the schmodown works. So don't get too excited for yourself. Sean, where do you feel like the wheels kind of fell off during this match? Sorry. I don't think the wheels ever did. I think I ended up with, uh, you know, with two questions that I simply didn't have quick recall on. Uh, I'll be quite honest. I don't know that five point general, you know, just like I lost last season on a ton question. I mean, ultimately, it's 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 the Schmodown. It's the Star Wars Schmodown. We saw in Laura and Molly's match. There's a few questions that one competitor doesn't know. And guess what? That just means the other competitor wins. What it Do comes you- down to. Go ahead. Sorry, no, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> I, I got nothing, go ahead. <laughs> well, now it's just gotten weird. So I was going to say, does this more speak to the level of questions that are being written and also just to the, the just surplus of talent that we have in the Star Wars division now? I feel like before we used to be doing that dance where it was the same three people we were seeing all the time. And now it's just like the division's gotten so deep, the questions have gotten so deep. And I feel like it keeps competitors like yourself on their toes. Well, you know, you're right about one thing. The division has gotten really deep with a bunch of names no one knows or cares about. Um, My goal this year, you know, whatever my next match is, it's going to be a win. Yeah, I lost this one. I don't really, it's not hitting me that hard. You know what I mean? This isn't a tournament. We, what, we're down three, four points, something like that. If you look at the standings last season, who was in the lead at at the start of last season? The Den and Finstock Exchange with corruption on the bottom of the ladder. I'm much happier here than anywhere else on that ranking board. Totally hear that. Shannon, you got a big match tomorrow coming up with Marisol. With this loss, how important is tomorrow for you? Oh my God, these questions are so stupid. They're so dumb, Jen. Like, again, what did we just go over? How did my season start last year? 
Loss after loss after loss. Yes, we all remember that. How did my season end last year? With a championship trophy. So whatever happens to Marisol tomorrow, win or lose, I'm proud to have her back. She's going to be ready to go to war because that's what Marisol does, okay? Sean's not going to let a loss bother him. Marisol's not going to let a loss bother her. Marisol's not going to let a win overinflate her ego. She's here to play, and we're ready to get her there. So don't ask me stupid questions. And where is where is Christian Harloff? Where is that big imbecile? Where is he? You know what? I'll send it back to him right now. Christian, have at it. I like that I can hide now this way because that's uh <laughs> yeah I, yeah I know, you I might want to get some canned goods and a couple more brews in that little cave you have there and just stay there for the rest of just, the season just when i, I mean, thought I, just when i thought i got away from grace no, did, did you want to wager a response to shannon or you just want to talk about how sully seems to have a pretty good attitude he's handling the loss well and he, he's ready for more action he is and and he will be back and and shannon's absolutely right though again i don't like to give the woman credit but it's it's true uh they they were in this position last year and she is she's as as scary as she is she is an absolute she's an incredible manager she she won manager of the year because of what she did the way she rallies her troops she's able to get uh people fired up and she did exactly that last year she won the inner geekdom tournament she got both of her competitors to the finals she won she got laura kelly got very far she won the singles tournament she won the the team's championship she won the singles championship so she's a phenomenal manager she just i don't necessarily love her methods but they work so either way we're going to find out what's going to happen uh and as jen said tomorrow shannon is back and Marisol McKee makes her season eight debut. And it is a big one, folks, because she is going up against Vinny Mancuso, who is with swag. And we get to see Winston once again. And this is a very interesting match because there was so much hype on Marisol McKee. She, she mentioned she had to, Shannon mentioned she had to, she had all these, tra- these picks that she didn't have. It's because she traded them away to get Marisol back. So is that going to work out? We'll find out tomorrow. Yeah, we talk about the pressure that Sean might have felt having to sort of follow in Laura's footsteps. Marisol, a lot of pressure having all those picks traded for her. Now you feel the weight of maybe two or three individuals on you to perform. And for Winston Marshall tomorrow, Christian, I, I just hope him and Vinny get along okay. It seems a bit of a rocky start for swag, so maybe yeah. he can be friends with the ice pick. Yeah, we'll see what's going on. Changer seems to be making some moves that uh, I, I don't necessarily understand them, but we'll we'll find out more. And thank you to you guys. So if you are joined up to the Movie Trivia Showdown Patreon, thank you. If you're not, you should be. Because this Friday, not only tomorrow, do we have the big Marisol match versus Vinny. Then tomorrow night, Dan Merle, Jeff Snyder, they go head-to-head in the first ever pay-per-view versus, so make sure you are a $10 patron, or you can go to thespronownlive.com and purchase it there. I want to thank Mark Ellis. I want to thank our great crew over at Skybound, and thank you to everybody who participated here today. Congratulations to Marvelous Marie Wilson with the big win, and we will see you tomorrow. Have you made the switch to Nick's? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. 
They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com. 